Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Greg and Steven. He is back after his one-week hiatus. I uh, got him back in the lab. I said, hey, this happens again? Watch yourself. And now Steve is back. He had a good time, a good Thanksgiving, a good time with my friends. I miss them all. And uh, Greg also had a good Thanksgiving. And he bored us all to tears telling us a story of how he had some salmon made for him because he is a pescatarian, um, which I don't even know what that word means, but hey. Good on you, Greg. I love them both. It was great. Good Thanksgiving to all. We are now in the swing of things. Next time you hear me after this pod will be in December. Tis the season. Tis the season to win some money. And before I start this pod, I just want to say, very few times in life does the NFL and does Vegas give us a time to get some free money. This is one of those times. Tim Boyle is starting yet another NFL game. And gamble at your own discretion. But, and it's on Desmond Ritter, so what am I even saying? But the Falcons... My favorite bet of the NFL season. Uh, just going to say that. Just going to release that at the very start. So if you don't want to listen to the rest of the episode, just know what I'm doing this weekend. I'll be watching the Falcons rise up, baby. So without further ado, we have college football this weekend too. All the, all the championships. I just almost said without further ado, start the pod. No, a lot of good football, a lot of good sports on this weekend. I cannot wait. I am very excited, and I cannot wait. So finally, without further ado, here is Gregory and Stute. We are getting going right away. We are with Greg, and Steven's not here again, yet again. Instead, we have Gregory P.P. Butt. Oh, wait, now that's Steven. He doesn't have his oh. name on properly. Hey, Steve. Oh, my bad, sorry. <laughs> it's a lie, right. it's not funny. Well, I'm like Ron Burgundy. I just read what I see. How are you doing, Greg? How are you doing, Steve? Uh, you know, I, I, was, I was better before I hopped on the Zoom, and I saw this uh, flagrant, flagrant use of my personal name but uh it's good to see you steven i'm glad you were able to make it to our podcast this week and uh yeah good to see you sterling as always good to see you yeah again you're not the only greg in the world i was talking about gregory soto okay buddy oh okay fair enough i appreciate that i don't want soto uh anyway (laughs) oh i do know who he is actually he's actually really good yeah okay (laughs) We're going to just go, we're just going to say this right now. Uh, Greg and I apologize for what we said about Steven's picks last week. Uh, he did one game better than I. He tied with Greg. And, of course, the Lions let us all down. Um, ruined Thanksgiving. I actually had an awful Thanksgiving, thanks to uh, Jared Goff and them boys. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back and realize what you're doing and who you're betting on. And I did that this week. And instead of Jared Goff, I'm now putting every single bet I have and every dollar I every dollar in my uh, – in my existence on Desmond Ritter. So um, let's get it. I've changed. I've changed targets instead of golf. I'm going a little worse and uh, I'm sure I'm going to be happy Sunday, Sunday morning. So we're going to get going right away. I am now 89, 88 and three. Not doing that great. Steve looks like it might be an insurmountable lead for you against me. 95, 82 and three and Greg 51, 48 and three. So all of us above 500, me by one game, Steve. <laughs> I wish you were betting every single game. You'd be picking. You'd be you'd be heavily in the money. And then Greg, of course, right there with me. A little better winning percentage, but we're we're close. So we're gonna start Thursday night football right away. There are six teams on a bye, so this will be a quicker episode. Some good games here, some good matchups, some good spreads. Uh, also, great college football weekend. But this is not a college football podcast. This is a NFL football podcast. So. Seahawks, Cowboys, Cowboys, nine-point favorite at home. No Kenneth Walker. Geno Smith still a bit banged up. 
the Seahawks team is in a need for a win. I do not think it happens here. I do not think it happens next week. I think they're going to be about six and eight when they can win another football game. Uh, that's the tough truth. They needed to win that Rams game. I think they're falling out of the playoff picture. This game could be close, but Dallas beats up a bad team. So I'm going to take Dallas to cover here. I think Seattle is another team that's going to, that's going to get kind of ran here. So give me the Cowboys minus nine. Did you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. You guys were like pause. So I, I think that hopefully. Oh. So I'm taking the Cowboys minus nine. Uh, I just don't see – I don't know who could who could stop Dallas. I think Dak Prescott is going to be the MVP, by the way. He's beating up on these easy teams. He needs that one win. I think it will happen against the Eagles in a couple weeks. Steve, welcome so? back. What's your first pick back without uh, me, me saying your pick? Or do you just want me to start <laughs> yeah. saying your picks from now on? You text them to just me and I my picks and I just sit here. <laughs> yeah, just be, just be a good, uh, good listener. Yeah, no, I'm going to take the Cowboys at home. They're 5-0 at home. Uh, the closest game they've had – at home was who against the Rams 43 20. So at home, they're an absolute dominant team where they're blowing teams out. I know they've played the Giants at home, Commanders, Rams, Patriots, Jets. Those aren't great teams, but they're still blowing them out at home. So I'm going to take the Cowboys minus nine. Uh, the Seahawks have looked like a shell of the team that they were showing the last few, the first few weeks of the season. And I, I think the, the defense is going to feast on this team. They've not been able to pass the ball well. There's probably going to be little Josh Jobs going on for Geno for this game. So give me the Cowboys. Greg? Gregory. Yeah, I agree with both of you. Unfortunately, I'm a Seattle fan, but uh, there's no way they're going to go into Dallas and pull out anything close. I think this is probably a two-touchdown victory. Not going to personally bet it because I think the Seahawks could be live for a cover. You know, it's easy to get get to uh, eight points or whatever you need to get to. I guess it's nine. Um, but Gino has really slipped. It's really been kind of rough seeing him regress to what we saw before. You know, we hope to see continual progression. And and I don't know. I think that Seahawks are probably going to want to draft somebody um, early on with their picks and. Uh, that's that's my pick. Uh, we got to go with Dallas minus nine. We're all on the Cowboys. Um, that actually usually bodes well. We're all on, on the same pick. I'm sorry. All right, what's going on, bud? <laughs> just 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 for context for our listener, uh, for the last thirty seconds of my discussion of my pick, <laughs> Sterling was on mute, completely red faced, laughing his little ass off. His tiny little cheeks off. It's, uh... his, and he has, he has changed color to uh, very, very, very flush red. Well, I changed so I changed Steven's I changed Steven's name on uh on the on the zoom and I just oh <laughs> that was good. So I was just laughing at that as, as soon as somebody found out. So sorry. Uh oh but thanks. It's, I appreciate it's less that. funny if you tell us about it though. I know. Well, I had to say because now we, we just stopped it because I was like laughing too hard. I will say this. Greg, Steve, you guys gave much better um, takes than I did. I basically just said why I think uh, Kenneth Walker being out doesn't mean much because Dallas would crush him anyways. But good job. We're all on Dallas. Let's see if we'll all agree on the next game. Colts, Titans. The Colts are one-point favorites. Minshew, a road favorite. I cannot believe this. Makes very little sense to me. However... 
I don't need it to make sense. I'm taking the Colts here. Reason being, I do think the Titans are one of the bottom five teams in the league. I think the only teams they could beat are similar bottom five teams in the league, where that's the Patriots, that's the Jets, which I don't think they beat the Jets, that's the Cardinals, that's the Panthers. You look at who they've beat, it hasn't been many good teams. Minshew, the Colts are going to... The Colts have a legitimate shot to make the playoffs. I don't know if they will, but they have a decent record. They're definitely in the hunt. You win, the, I mean, they keep winning games. They're gonna make. They're gonna see themselves playing uh, in uh, in January. I guess everybody plays in January now. The second week in January, where they will get promptly, routinely decimated by probably the two seed, whoever that may be. So I'm gonna take the Colts here. I don't think Will Levis is good. I know that uh, Greg and I were on the Titans last week against Carolina. That was one of our losses where Steve won. I just, that game still, Will Levis did not look good. It's just as a matter of fact that uh, that was the last game Frank Wright will probably ever be a head coach of in the NFL. So, which means, you know, what we're doing this week, we're betting the Panthers. Uh, I'm taking the Colts. What about you, Steve? Yeah, I would take the Colts too. Um, the Colts can at least put up, you know, their offense can actually move. I, I don't trust this Tennessee offense whatsoever. It barely putting up any points against Carolina, um, not being able to really throw the ball. Derrick Henry is really, you know, he had a touchdown, but he's still like a shell of himself. And the Colts he's defense, not, yeah, he's kind of reverted. He's he's kind of washed now. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think they should probably just let Spears run the ball more often and just use Henry more as a goal line stand because Spears is carrying the ball much better and he's. He's faster and more elusive and more of like what a running back you would want in this day mm-hmm. and age. And Derrick Henry's kind of a, a relic of the past that's stayed past its welcome. So I'm going to take the Colts here. I like their defense. I like Minshew. I, I don't think Tennessee at home is much of a, for some teams like the Cowboys, is much of a bigger help than they think it is. So I'm, I'm going to take the Colts minus one here. Pickham's seems crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, who do you got, Greg? Um, I hate to take this pick and I'm going in opposition to you guys. I'm taking Tennessee plus one. They're undefeated at home. Um, and I think you got the better coach. Um, there's not a whole lot that I can really realistically say that that's going to back up my pick other than it's just a gut feeling. Tennessee's really hard for me to pick. And usually when I go against them, I lose. It's kind of like Baltimore. So I'm kind of going against my actual intuition, which which is to take what you guys are doing, Indianapolis minus one. But I think there's a way that maybe Will Lovis has a little resurgent game, like we saw that first that first game he started, where he, you know, maybe finds that vertical pass again and we get a little bit more of a, a three-dimensional offense going rather than just let's just run, run, run. Anyways, yeah, that's the pick. Tennessee plus one. Okay. Also um, quick uh Quick stat correction for Mr. Greg. I heard it too. Stats. I looked it too right away. They, they oh, lost. Yeah. They lost at home, dude. They lost at home. Oh, they were the home team for the London game. Oh, okay. I did. I <laughs> fair enough, man. I didn't account for that. Okay, home, home, home games on U.S. soil. Thank you for. They were on the field. There you go. <laughs> home games. Thank you for bringing that in God's country of Tennessee. Hoorah. Certainly, so you looked that up. I just looked up the record and I saw four and one at home. I don't know what they lost. Oh, I just knew that off my head. <laughs> well, good job. Big uh, Ravens fan. 
<laughs> okay, okay, moving on. Game of the week. Um, Justin Herbert and the Car- and the Chargers facing Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Will Greer, and the Patriots. Huh? How about that? A little five and a half point favorite in New England. I'm gonna say this. This is a no sweat. Chargers will win this game, but I know for a fact, or not for a fact, but I think that it's gonna be a sweat. Uh, it shouldn't be close. The Patriots cannot move the football against anybody. And, but if they can against somebody, it'll be the Chargers defense because the Chargers defense is putrid. Belichick has owned the Chargers, I think, 10 wins in the last 11 times, including a few post-Brady where they absolutely embarrassed Herbert. I think they have like a 45-0 in there somewhere. Uh, it has not been a good – it has not been a good matchup for the Chargers in the past 20 or so years, but – it all changes when the quarterback that the Patriots trot out there is Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Mac Jones has absolutely no confidence. He should not play anymore. I actually, I don't usually feel bad for athletes when they stink. I feel terrible for Mac Jones and after in that first half because he's just lost it. He has nothing. So don't use him anymore. Release him, trade him for a sixth or seventh rounder in the offseason, whatever. Like let him get start somewhere fresh. He needs to be a backup somewhere. Somewhere probably with an older quarterback. I wouldn't be, I mean. You can go the Giants, or they not the Giants, the Jets, because you don't know with Rodgers, but that's probably not happening. I don't know where he's going to go, but he needs a new start. Let him fly. Bailey Zappi stinks. They have a bad backup quarterback. They have Zach Wilson. Well, Mac Jones is a little better than Zach Wilson. I'll be honest. There's, there's a few people I'd still take him over. Zach Wilson's one of them. Uh, Kenny Pickett's another. And then that's pro- probably around where the list ends. I could find some more if you really want me to, but there, it's it's – Gets a little, it gets a little doom and gloom after that. Um, I say all this to say I'm taking the Chargers to cover here. I don't think the Patriots are winning another football game. If they do, it'll be the last game against the Jets, which knowing Belichick, that'll totally fuck the draft up. They're going to have the number one pick locked up if they lose that. They're going to win that game. They're going to be out of the top three. They're going to be drafting an offensive lineman in the first round, and I will be jumping off of my balcony. So please lose out. That loss against the Giants last week brought me so much. When he missed that kick, I, I looked online for uh, Chad Ryland jerseys when they lost to the Giants. And I will buy a Chad Ryland jersey if they end up getting a top three pick. That is my promise to you and to all the listeners. Chad Ryland will have a place in my closet for the rest of my life if we get a top three pick. If we don't get a top three pick, it doesn't matter to me. I wish we would have made it then, but whatever. Uh, I'm going Chargers. This is a no-brainer, in my opinion. They, they cover this. If you want, you can money line it with something else. There's plenty of things here. Uh, you can money line it with uh, Oregon, the Oregon game. So you got a little Herbert and you got a little alma mater of Herbert. Easy. A little Friday, Sunday parlay. How about that? Give me the Chargers. I think they cover this. This game could be 21 to zero. This should not be a sweat. And please, whatever you do, Patriots, Belichick, don't try to outsmart him. Let, let Staley have this one. Let him have this one. You're going to be coaching there next year. You want, come on. Uh, I'm going with the Chargers. What are you doing, Steve? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers as well, obviously. I think this is a great fix-your-mind Justin Herbert game. Uh, looking at Mac Jones' QBR is the funniest thing you could ever see. Since uh, the Buffalo game where he had a 126, it's like just like nosedive of his stats. It's actually insane. He's getting worse and worse like over the course of each game. His rating is just dropping. So uh, I don't trust the team. At least the Chargers can generally put up points, except when they play the Ravens, who might actually have the best defense in the league. But 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers here. Okay. Greg? Yeah, if anybody watched the Patriots last week, I know you did, Sterling. They looked like they were actively trying to give the game away. And I don't see why they would change that this week when they've kind of locked in where they're going to be at the draft. And uh, there's really no benefit to them at this point to win a game. That said, I hate betting on L.A. I really don't understand why they are so inconsistent other than their coaches. Not great at, uh, at coaching a defense. And obviously he's going to be fired probably by the end of the year or, you know, some sometime close after the season wraps up. Um, but yeah, you got to take LA Chargers here. Um, it's kind of a, a low number, honestly. I think that the Pats are going to lose this by two. It should be higher. It should be over a touchdown. Just so that there could be like a sneaky backdoor cover where the Pats are like trying to make it look okay for the home home crowd there. But it's over. I think Belichick, like you said, he's probably out of there at the end of the year, whether by his own his own decision or by Robert Kraft's. So yeah, I think this is a pretty easy decision. Yeah, I would just say this: uh, if there's one, if Staley, if if the Chargers lose this game, Staley will be fired. There's no doubt, right? Um, I, you, this is the one offense in in the in the league, probably them in Carolina, where it's like. And Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh, honestly, where you should be like, hey, listen, I'm a defensive guy. Let's screw with these QBs because I don't think Mac Jones is playing. I'm pretty sure it's going to be zappy for what for what it's worth. I don't think Mac Jones is playing. But, um, yeah, I just can't see. If they can't win this game handedly, I don't even know why this guy is a coach. Like, you should – this is the one where it's you, – you can't lose this game, right? You can't you – you have to win out pretty much. They're not went out, but you can probably afford one more loss if you're the Chargers to have any chance at the playoffs. Uh, can't be this one. So, yeah, we're all on the Chargers. This would be a crazy one. This should be a higher line. You're right. This should be nine. It's too much respect for Belichick. Uh, Broncos at Texans. How about a little too much respect for C.J. Stroud? Three and a half point favorites at home against Denver, the hottest team in football, I think, if uh, if I have that, if that serves properly. I think they've got five straight wins. Um I like what I'm seeing in Denver. That defense is rolling. Wilson is actually Wilson's playing. He played himself out of the Hall of Fame last year. He's playing himself back in. How about that? Uh, should be comeback player of the year. We understand how the NFL politics work, and uh, we know a certain man in Buffalo is winning that for a grand total of like seven snaps. But hey, it is what it is. Uh, three and a half for CJ Stroud. I like CJ Stroud. I think he's been phenomenal. There's like I don't. If anybody has any bad words to say about him. Uh, as a player, as even as a person, he's a good guy. I think uh, you have problems. That being said, I said some bad things about him when uh, when they beat the Bengals a few weeks ago and lost me six hundred dollars. However, that was out of spite, not out of actual feelings. <laughs> I'm going to take. With that being said, I'm going to take the Broncos to cover here. I think three and a half, a little high. I do not. Th- I just take a step back and say, what did I think the Texans were going to be coming into the season? And I thought they were going to win two or three games. And CJ Stroud has blown my expectations away. He's been phenomenal. Tank Dell is a, probably the steal. He definitely is a steal of the draft. I think he was a fifth round pick. He looks like a a, a bona fide number one receiver. This team's going to be good. D'Amico Ryan's. I was I couldn't believe he took this job. I know he played for that team 
for a long time in his career, maybe his whole career. And I was like, ah, oh, you could have got a better job. You didn't, don't take that. That's where coaches go to die. They've gone through two coaches in two years. He's got them playing hard. It's a very talented Texans team uh, where nobody really expected them to have much talent. All that being said is I think Denver's a little better. I'm surprised that they're underdogs in this game. And if I'd be an underdogs, I thought it would be a one and a half or two point three and a half, a little much. I don't think Houston wins by four. I think they keep, I think this game is close. Maybe Houston wins, but I think it's by a field goal if they do. So I'm going to take the Broncos to cover here. Long explanation, but yes, Steve. Yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos as well. Obviously, I I don't know how CJ Trout's going to do because I feel like he hasn't really played a great defense yet. And we'll see how we, if they can actually lock up some of these guys. But uh, the three and a half makes no sense to me. The the Texans, why are they getting three and a half? They just lost. Barely beat the Cardinals, barely beat the, the Bengals. They're not really beating beat the Bucks. very many people. Yeah, yeah, beat the Bucks. Uh, didn't beat them by three. Beat them by two. They lost to the Panthers. The only win they have. I know CJ Stroud's been better since that game, but uh, yeah, uh, give me the Broncos. I don't understand this. Yeah, the line's weird. Uh, Greg. Uh, yeah, the line is weird, and I think the line is wrong. Like you guys said. Um, they lost to the Jags. They barely beat the Cardinals. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Buccaneers. Uh, the wins against both the Bengals and the Buccaneers were by three points or less. This game should be three points either way. So in that instance, when you're getting three and a half, it's automatic take for Denver. Um, Denver's been playing really well. They've been having a lot of offensive success that's based off of turnovers. That's that, that turnover luck is probably going to uh, wane here at some point. But uh, I think they do have the better defense easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texans defense is not great. The, the only reason they're winning games is because C.J. Stroud is just never out of it. That guy mm-hmm. is locked in. Like you said, Tank Dale. Tank Dale's amazing. Nico Collins is amazing. Um, but I don't think they're nearly as amazing as C.J. Stroud makes them. Like, he is a legitimate mm-hmm. um franchise quarterback um sorry carolina you guys really uh had an interesting decision there but uh, yeah this is pretty easy i'm going with you guys denver plus three and a half all three of us riding the same carolina has to be i mean they're just frank Wright. by the way second shortest tenure in head coaching history which i i mean actually that's not true but second who actually coached games. Bill Belichick had one day with the Jets. That's the shortest ever, which is hilarious. Uh, but I looked at, I saw a graphic. He had the second, he he coached less with the Panthers than Urban Meyer did with Jacksonville by two games. Uh, just yeah, a, but good for Frank though. I don't know if you guys understand, like he's still getting paid Yep. from the Colts. Now he's going to get paid for, I think four more years from, from uh, it's Carolina. A, so three, it's the, the rest of the, money the next three. And it equates out to $25,000 a day for the next three years. Basically, good for him. Good for him, man. Congrats, Frank. Enjoy your retirement. I use Toyota Cam- Camry every and day. And the thing is, yeah. the thing is, he could probably get a offensive coordinator job still. He could. I don't know why he would. Like, just go go to the beach, hang out, man. Like, refresh for your. I mean, like, what's Cliff Kingsbury doing at this point? Like, he's still I getting paid for like working, the next four years. I, I think he is working with uh, USC again. Is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's an offensive analysis and QB coach at USC. Oh, okay. That's cool. But guess what? He's living in Southern California, getting three paychecks at once, basically. It's a beautiful thing. 
Lucky That's my dream lucky. job. Why are we? What are we doing? We're still young enough, and Greg, even you, and you're in your old age. We're still all young enough to become football uh, no. coaches. Okay, first of all, none of us are young enough. Uh, definitely myself. Like I'm not going to have a, a second career as a as a football coach. These guys yeah, get dude, started you just so start a p way and then work your way up. I do have coaching experience. So early. Remember eighth grade? Like, okay, coach, but here's the deal. Players. Like, look at the nepotistic roots of a lot of these coaches, and you understand like why we're not there okay we've Our actually talked about that coaches. on former podcasts i think when benny was still a member of the backseat quarterbacks and i said i'm changing my last name to shanahan and i'm gonna go by Sterling yeah. Shanahan. well look at mike mcdaniel in, in miami um he got kind of lucky i don't know that he actually had a father but he kind of like he was in the orbit very early on as as a, as a young guy very young kid and obviously shanahan mcbay they they were kind of bread for it but yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> you know better luck next on sterling maybe in another life mm, makes me so sad i just want to be jimbo fisher i just want to be him so badly just jimbo fisher <laughs> yeah i'd love to be jimbo uh god okay well we're all on the broncos i like that pick i think we're all going to be on this one too dolphins at the commanders the dolphins are nine and a half point favorites dolphins much like the cowboys be down bad teams. I know they had a little hiccup there against the Raiders. That's normal though in Vegas. That happens. Vegas is a party town. <laughs> Dolphins love to party. Uh I'm gonna the Dolphins are gonna kill them. Washington's defense isn't good enough. Sam Howell gets sacked so much. He throws picks. Somehow uh Washington has not a terrible record. I know that they're not really in contention for the playoffs this year. They traded away all their teams. They're four never mind, they're four and eight. They have a worse record than I thought. Yeah. Their defense has given up 350 points. I'm just looking here. That looks like the most points given up. Um, yeah, they've given up the most points in the league, and that includes the Broncos, who gave up 70 points in one game. Uh, <laughs> so I just don't see how this game is even in the stratosphere. And, and also, Washington played the Patriots. So, you know, that the, they had a game where they didn't give up any points. So I don't understand how this 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 line should be a, a classic 13 and a half. You have the Dolphins, both teams, I guess, off rest, but the Dolphins, extra rest, always good for uh, Tyreek and Tua and uh, and, the, and those guys. So I like it. The thing that sucks for the Dolphins is um, Jalen Phillips tearing his Achilles. And we've had this discussion before, but the fact that MetLife still uses turf is just asinine. And I don't know how many Achilles have to snap before they change it, hopefully soon. But uh, it's insane. Steven is bench pressing his kitten. Shoulder pressing. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins here. I think this is an absolute blowout. Just how can Washington keep pace? Steven? Yeah. Um, this might be a worse beating than um, Thanksgiving. So, yeah, give me, give me the Dolphins. I, I don't know why I picked the Commanders last week. I like the Dolphins offense way better than I like the Cowboys offense. So I think if it's a points battle, I don't think it's going to be close. I agree. Greg? There's no way that Washington can keep up with Miami. I think that the defense for the Dolphins is, is getting healthier. We're seeing a lot more production from them on that end of the ball, which has yeah, been kind of missed. Yeah. But I still think, I still think that they're much better defense than than Washington, and uh, 
you know, I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of other pieces of that defense that we're maybe not mentioning that have not torn their Achilles. So I agree. Um, yeah, but <laughs> I think this is pretty easy. Miami probably by two touchdowns here. Yeah, minimum. No doubt. Minimum. Also, on Hard Knocks, the in-season Hard Knocks, um, they showed the Jalen Phillips injury, and they showed, like, as soon as he, like, went off the snap, you can hear the pop. And he, like, turned around, he's all, he's all, he's all, what the fuck? And, like, he thought, like, somebody stepped on him. And then he went down, and, like, people came up, he's all, my Achilles just popped. And they're like, no, it didn't. And he's like, I swear, like, I felt like somebody just shot me in the back. And um, that was pretty Is sad. That episode two? Yeah, it came out last night. Okay. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. Maybe, like, maybe, 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 uh, maybe. Yeah, spoiler alert for those that are listening. Um, I know we can't actually go back and edit that in, but Sterling is uh, is ruining yeah. stuff for people. Spoiler alert. Like well, the spoiler alert is that that game happened on Friday. And it's not a, <laughs> I know. You're not, I know. But on the second episode so, of Hard Knocks, Jalen Phillips tears his, or his Achilles. If you didn't watch the Friday game, you didn't know this. It's, well, all right. What I, I do is I don't watch any football until I watch Hard Knocks, and then I just make sure nothing's spoiled on the Hard Knocks. Okay, okay. You know what? I didn't watch that game very closely. Okay, I was out. I was out in the streets of Spokane trying to get TVs. You know, I saw the greatest play in the history of Jets football in that game, where Tim Boyle threw a hail mary pick six, which I don't think has ever been done before. And if it has, I'd like to see it before. I, I that was amazing. And that's actually a good segue into our next game. The Falcons are playing the Jets. The Falcons are three-point favorites or two-and-a-half-point favorites at MetLife, that damn stadium. Rise up, baby. Rise up. Have you ever seen that video of there was this, like, ginger guy with a beard who went up to Anthony Mackey at a Falcons-Saints game? And Anthony Mackey was like, I'll take a picture of this guy. And he just starts talking shit to him. And then Anthony Mackey is trying to, like, reason with them and he just keeps going rise up baby and it's, it's amazing yeah I've seen that uh, one. it's one of my favorite videos ever and i'm gonna be at a bar watching this game maybe pools greg if you'd like to if you'd like to come and i'm gonna be yelling rise up every about 25 seconds i have tied every bet that i made this weekend i literally bet the celtics yesterday with the falcons the celtics are minus 800 i'm just like let's get this to even odds i have a lot of plus money parlays i have a lot of faith and i have too much faith in arthur smith who i have lambasted on this podcast many a times i have too much faith in kyle pitts who has been one of the biggest draft busts in um nfl history especially with where he went i have too much faith in drake london who likewise has been quite a bust at least not as much as kyle pitts i have too much faith in b john robinson who's isn't used as much as he should be, except for last week, where he was delightfully used uh, to the tune of two touchdowns. However, this is for one reason, one reason only. I am betting against the worst person to ever throw on pads and play in an NFL game. His name is Tim Boyle. You aren't going to get these opportunities much in life. I think you might have one more opportunity after this week. I don't know who the Jets play next week. I'm going to look at that as I am talking. But whoever they play, if Tim Boyle is named the starter, uh, yes, it is happening again. No matter what, I will be betting them. They're playing C.J. Stroud at home. Okay. Then they play the Dolphins. That's going to be a 13-point spread. That's a little scary. I'm going to bet the Dolphins. Then the con- Yeah, Tim Boyle might get the Patriots January 7th. Please, please, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> be back by then. That's all I ask. Please play that game, Aaron. Just just do it. Um, Tim Boyle is the worst quarterback in NFL history. And I would take Drew Brees, who said he can no longer throw with his right arm in an NFL game over Tim Boyle right now. And so to throw with his left arm. 
Yes. I, I think I think this is a absolute joke. Uh the Jets should be investigated for having this guy started. Everybody should ha- be investigated for ever giving this guy a roster spot. The Packers, did he know Aaron Rodgers before he got to before he got to Green Bay? I don't understand how this happened. So I'm gonna go Falcons. I am not gonna use this as my survivor pick, although I should because I have all my money tied up with them. But I, I know I, sh- I might. I will decide at the end of this. They're 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 being heavily considered. Um, I think I can coast to the end of this season if I just pick teams playing the playing them because I haven't used any of these teams besides the Dolphins. So I think I could, I think I might just coast against Tim Boyle. Um, Falcons here. I worry that this is going to be like a 13 to 10 game. Realistically. I just don't see how Tim Boyle can win a football game. And I do not want to live in a world in which Tim Boyle is a winner of an NFL game. I just can't see that happening. We, 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 we are better than that as a society. So I'm going Falcons. And I think it's going to be, if I had to give a score prediction, I think it's going to be 20 to six. Steve. That's insane. You really, you might be the biggest Falcons fan in the world right now. Uh, I'm up there. I just don't know if I can, I don't know if I can just really, I know Tim Boyle's bad. Nah, I'm not going to talk to myself in the Jets. Go Falcons. Rise up. Rise up, baby. I was about to pull out some like crazy stats and be like, "This is why I'm going to go with the Jets." <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going the other way. I'm just, gonna I'm just looking at Tim Boyle Falcons. and I see. I, I can't believe this. Yeah. Craig, what are I was, you doing? I was, uh, I was looking at Stat Muse and I was like, "But Tim Boyle," and then I stopped looking. T- Tim Boyle, I'm going to share my screen real quick, just while you talk, Greg. I just want you to see this. Oops. Okay, now I'm definitely going with the Falcons. There we go. What well, do you have well, to say, Greg? Okay. Um, yeah, I. So, our, I'll, let me just out of my own curiosity. Are your bets like money line or is it spread or combination thereof? I have. I'm not going to say how much money on this pod because I use my mother listens. I am going to say that I have them minus two and a half. And then I have them. In every single, I, I picked base. I put every game, and I just money lined whatever team I thought will win with the Falcons. So I have, for example, I'll give you. I have the Cowboys money lined with the Falcons. That gets you even money. I have the Chargers. I put quite a bit of money on the Chargers Falcons one because I, I have no faith in the Patriots. That that's got a big one on it. I have. Okay. We're gonna talk Lions. I have the Lions in there, which I should not even be betting on the Lions anymore for what they've done to me. But, yeah. How many? Okay, let me ask you this: How, how many, many individual? How many individual bets have Atlanta tied into them? Hmm. Spread or money line? I don't have my tickets here; they're in my room. I think fifteen. <laughs> ah, probably a little less, twelve. But I am going back there tomorrow, so we would, we might add a few. No, please stop! Like you've got enough on them. Okay, I know. You know what's that commercial with? Uh... Just can't stop. I got Tim Boyle. I got Tim Boyle fever. <laughs> this is a sickness. You sure do. But have you seen the, if you haven't seen the commercial with Kurt Warner where he's like, crazy things happen. All kinds of stuff happens in the NFL that you never heard about. And and your bet may lose. And like I just like want to record that and send it over to you. Every oh, I know time. it's I, happened I, yeah, many times. I, I think he says uh you know, bet responsibly. <laughs> yeah. Well there's there's a lot that goes on like it's like 30 seconds long and he's like spitting all kinds of stuff that that it's mostly directed to people like Sterling. 
Um, yeah, no one else. Tim really Boyle, what are we doing here? It's Tim Boyle, Greg. Uh, it is Tim Boyle. But what I will say is there's stranger things that have happened in Tim Boyle winning an NFL game against the Atlanta Falcons, who are uh, five and six. They're not great. They're going on the road. Like, that is actually a pretty decent defense that they're playing. And the Jets' D has not given up on the season yet. I don't know why. But yeah, they have not Gardner didn't get the memo. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get the memo. He's still playing his heart out. And uh, so I'm kind of going to have to split the difference here. I don't think that Atlanta is going to lose this game. But I don't know that they cover, honestly. Like, I think the Jets could get a pick six and a fumble recovery off of Desmond Ritter. And just make it a little tighter than it should be. I hate I hate picking this. It's very contrarian. And everything is telling me that Atlanta should win this game by like at least a touchdown. But you've got a total of 34. You've got Atlanta on the road. Stranger things have happened. That's all I'm going to say. Total of 34. The spread's two and a half. I'm taking the two and a half with the Jets. I hate to say it. I hope I'm wrong because I have no interest in betting this game. I don't know anybody that would put 15 tickets on it except for you, but I hope they cover. I really do. I hope that my co- I hope that my pick here today is completely wrong. I'm going to just really say do. this. I'm not going to try to convince you. You already gave your pick. He came in and backup duty against the against the Buffalo Bills. Okay, he threw yeah. a pick. His yard, his average yards per attempt, was minus. Point eight six. I don't even know how that's possible, but that's what it was. He played all game last week. He was 27 for 38. Good completion percentage, 71 for 179 yards, one touchdown, two picks, got sacked seven times. His average yards per attempt were 2.87. So at least he's throwing a little past line of scrimmage. That's basically what mine would be. He fumbled the ball twice. He didn't lose a fumble. This guy is just – this guy, I think you're right about the defense. So, yeah, the defense could pick six or something. I don't think Tim Boyle can actually have a successful drive. When he had one against the Dolphins, they were down three touchdowns, and they were just saying, let's get let's get this game over with. That's when he had the touchdown drive, where I'm pretty sure that's where he put on most of those yards. I'm not trying to convince anybody. Gamble at your own peril. But very few times does Vegas say, hey, we're basically giving you a pick em with uh, the You could put the Falcons with any bet this week and get even money. Any bet you want. You could put any team there you really like. Michigan, who are 23.5-point favorites. You put Michigan minus 2,200 money line. You get even odds if you put the Falcons in there. So I'm just saying, you you if you think – I think this is a freebie. Gamble at your own risk. Not trying to convince anybody. Tim Boyle is the worst quarterback in the world, there's probably high schoolers that are better than him that could read NFL defenses better than Tim Boyle. Boyle. I'm not right. even kidding. It's just insane. Wow. But hey, that's my opinion on Tim Boyle. He's got to know something. We'll move on. Rise up, baby. Okay. Lions at Saints. The Lions are four point favorites in New Orleans. I look at these games. I don't really like the Lions anymore after what they did to me last week, but I know the NFL is a week by week thing. So I'm not going to put too much stake into that. That was a division opponent. Um, the lights were a little too bright. Jack Harlow came in, performed. Uh, 
Lions were Lions had no, no chance after that happened. When when I saw that they were announced, I wanted to go to the casino and retract my bets if possible. Uh, I'm gonna just say this: I would be very happy picking the Saints if Jameis Winston was a quarterback. He is not the quarterback. It is Derek Carr. I don't feel it is responsible for me to pick a Derek Carr led team in any capacity anymore after what happened against Atlanta last week. I know I'm all in on Atlanta this week, last week, New Orleans had no business. Derek Carr had no business being in that game. That's a terrible contract. I understand why they're using him because they really need to see if they have something. He's awful. Bring Jamison. And I think that the saints could win this game, but Derek Carr is just so boring. I'm going to do the lines to cover here. This seems like a typical Lions will score, you know, 24, 28, 31 points. I just don't see that. The Saints just can't keep up. The Saints just are not a good team. And Derek Carr's not a good QB. So I'm going to take the Lions here to cover. Bounce back. Steven. Bounce back. Yeah, that's what I think too. I think last week what happened was Aiden Hudson didn't hear my constant praise of him that week. And <laughs> you ruined he it. Didn't get to hear, he didn't get to hear me and he got to hear Jack Harlow instead. Um, so brand new hip just walked in. <laughs> so give me the Lions. Uh, I don't like the Saints team. Uh, they got to play. They're, they've not been playing well the last few weeks. Uh, even the early season Saints for the defense was looking pretty nice. I feel like hasn't even shown up these last few weeks. So give me the Lions. I don't care if it's in the Superdome. Uh, yeah, give them minus four. I'll, I'll, I'll take that all day. We got two stinky Jared Goff games in a row. So can't be the third one. I agree. Greg? Thanks for showing up last week uh, to provide that pick for Detroit because Sterling and I had nothing invested on it. So it was really, oh, like, that's good. It, it was super cool that you didn't show up. Like, thank, thank you, dude. Um, yeah, my Thanksgiving wasn't over by, by 11 a.m. Yeah. I don't, I don't even want to talk about Detroit. Oh. Detroit, my, De- yeah, Detroit minus was... four. That's it. Go yeah. Ahead. I forgot. I agree with your guys' uh, Thanksgiving takes as well. Uh, meal should be later. Uh, you guys don't need to eat all day. You don't need to eat at 11 o'clock a day. Uh, you know what? Uh, my fiance's family, their family always does a prime rib, and that is so much more elite than turkey. The prime rib was gone. The turkey was barely touched. Good call. The prime rib was like so that. much better. Yep. And we ate at four, like a normal person. Uh, you married good, man. Good for you. <laughs> I agree. Or you're about to marry good. Sorry. Congrats on your yeah, about good, to get all far apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're all on the lines, and uh, yeah, Thanksgiving, happy it's over. Uh, not time for Christmas. How about that? Uh, okay, Cardinals at Steelers. Steelers are five and a half point favorites. I know they fired Matt Canada. I know they looked pretty good against Jake Browning last week. I know they're seven and four. I don't get how they're seven and four, but I know they're seven and four. Uh, they got some wins over some good teams. I, they have a negative point differential by quite by twenty three points. I just don't get this. I think they're gonna win because I just don't think Arizona's that good. I would not be surprised if Arizona wins this game. I know it's in Pittsburgh. I'm gonna take the five and a half. I think it's close. I just don't. Again, there's very few QBs I think are worse than Mac Jones. Um, I think Kenny Pickett's actually one of them. <laughs> And I just can't bet almost a touchdown that they win this game by. I think Arizona has shown that they can score points. They they can score early. Usually that first drive, they 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 drive the ball um, down the field, get three, maybe seven. I just don't think Pittsburgh's going to put up 
24, 28 points in this game. And I think Arizona can can kind of put up, I think they can get to 17. So I think this is like a 21-17 game for Pittsburgh. Uh, that would cause Arizona to cover, which I think will happen. And Kyler Murray, he has a little something. I don't know if it's that great, but he is, he's been definitely, I'm not saying he's better than, Do- he is better than Dobbs, but he's definitely an improvement. And uh, I don't know how many games Arizona can win. They're running out of chances. I hope they win. I'm rooting hard for them uh, because I want the Patriots to have a better draft pick. I'm going to take them to cover here. Decent chance they win. I'm going to say it's probably like a 35% chance they can win this game outright. I don't know what ESPN FPI gives me, but that's a Sterling Redke index that I'm giving you. <laughs> Actually, they have a 50% chance, right, Steve? Yeah. It's win or lose. 50-50, Sorry. What, what stupid ass am I? Uh, what do you have, Steve, in this one? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to go with the Steelers here. Um, I feel like the Cardinals decided that weird game against the Ravens. I feel like they kind of struggle against actually good defenses. So, and I feel like the Steelers defense is legit. It is. Their, off- their offense actually looks so much better. I know it was the first week with the new OC, so we'll see if that translates again this week. But uh, I like the Steelers here at home. I feel like this is another team who, I, I, at home, is usually good for the Steelers. It's a good fan base that shows up, so. I'm going to go with the Steelers here. Um, I don't like the Cardinals. Uh, I don't think they'll be able to run against this team. And I think their defense is going to somehow find Kyler Murray behind his alignment somehow. They know he's back there somewhere. He's got to look. <laughs> okay. Um, you're on pit. Who are you on, Greg? Yeah, I'm just going to reiterate everything that uh, Stephen just said. Like he, he, That's a great take. I don't really have a whole Which lot guy? to add to that. To Steven. You said Sterling yeah, Bird to Steven. I don't know who you... I yeah, say, I, <laughs> double S's. I, I cr- yeah, I, sorry, Steven. thought Steven. I had a good take myself, but yeah. Your take was fine, but I'm on the complete opposite side. I think that the I think that the Steelers are going to run all over Arizona. Um, not easy to go up to Pittsburgh um, on the road this time of year either. There could be a little bit of weather. It looks like some rain is coming in. That, that definitely helps the Steelers run game. Um, Arizona, I think just something feels a little weird about them. I don't think that they're really trying to win. And why would they, they, they have nothing to, to gain at this point. They're not going to make the playoffs. Um, I think they're really just shopping Kyler and Kyler looks fine. He's going out there and looking decent, maybe enough to get a trade out of uh, another team, probably like some crazy trade to carolina or something you know because obviously tep- they're, they're desperate, desperate he's gonna use two of those guys to the two of the little guys yeah yeah <laughs> let's let's get two little guys see what happens we'll get the the other little guy to to mentor the smaller little guy and bring russell wilson work in out. too i think he has some value now hey russell wilson's not a little guy compared to bryce young but uh that's true he's like six yeah four. yeah he's like five ten but uh, yeah, I think that this is I'd pretty say that easy. I'm like... five foot seven, five foot eight guy myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, you're under six Pittsburgh... feet. You're a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Pittsburgh minus five and a half. I I wish it were closer to like three because I really don't like I don't like believing in the Steelers covering margin like this. Like that's a really high number. But I do think the home field advantage against a questionably motivated team. You got to go with the Steelers here. When I see five and a half, I think two things. When it most spreads is especially when when you're dealing with bad QBs, 
like Kenny Pickett, if you're fair by five and a half. I think either you control the ball, you it's not even it's not close. It's not five and a half isn't a super close spread, but it's not like a backdoor cover is even ha- even possible. I think the Steelers either win this game by like 17 points or they win it by three or they lose it. Like I I don't think it, the five that number really matters. I know it's a key number being under six and whatnot, but like I don't think it's going to be even in that close. If if the Steelers win this game, they're going to win by ten points minimum as as far as I see. I just don't see it being close. But yeah, I understand. Okay, moving on. Panthers at Tampa. Tampa's five and a half point favorites. The Panthers have a new coach. This game opened up at six. I so badly wanted to tease the Bucks because why wouldn't I? The only thing is I have a rule that I must stand by, and that is the fired coach theory, where when they fire a coach, the team outperforms the following week. It happened last year with Jeff Saturday, which was the funniest coaching hire of all time. It happened this year with Pierce in Vegas, which was a wild one to happen when it did. And I think it's going to happen this weekend in Carolina with, I don't even know who the interim coach is. Uh, I'm going to look this up. Chris Tabor. Chris Tabor. What'd he do before? I do not know who he is. Was he like their O-line assistant coach? (laughs) I'm trying to find a Wikipedia page on him. I looked him up. I looked him up on google just now the first guy that comes up is a linkedin arizona builders alliance does this guy not have a wikipedia um i don't okay one sec i'm getting very confused i don't know (laughs) if i can do this he does have a wikipedia okay i found him he Mm -hmm. this guy looks like a fucking dick (laughs) okay uh he was a special teams coordinator beforehand he has coached. I don't even want to do this pick now. I don't get how this guy's. In the NFL. Okay. Here's his coaching. He was an assistant coach in high school in 1993. He would have been 22, 23 years old. I was just seeing if he was, if he was older than me when he started Hutchinson community college running backs, coach central Methodist OC Missouri graduate assistant running backs. Culver Stockton, head coach for a year. Utah State, assistant head coach. Utah State, running backs coach. WMU, Western Michigan running backs. Bears, he made it to the NFL. Assistant assistant special teams coach. Special teams coordinator with the Browns. Six years where I don't think they win many games. Special teams coordinator with the Bears, where they did not win many games. Special teams coordinator with the Panthers, and now the interim head coach. While still being the special teams coordinator. So expect a fake punt. Is he was so. the interim head coach for Chicago actually when they fired Matt Nagy? Okay, oh. so he has he's own one. So this is a second chance to be an interim head coach. I'm sorry I went through that. That's very boring. Uh, no, I'm boring you to tears. I'm picking the Panthers. There will be a fake <laughs> more so than the Panthers. There will be a fake punt in this game. How about that? Or a fake field goal, which we don't see many of nowadays. Steve. Yeah, I. I'm going to take the Bucks here. I, I I think it's going to go against your rule. I just this offense cannot put up points, and even when Bucks lose games, it still seems like their offense is is rolling. I think Mike Evans is going to feast against this Carolina defense. He's been great, uh, by the way. Yeah, and I think this is like if you have him in fantasy, he's, he's 
he was going to be amazing. He might eclipse a thousand yards in this game. Does he need like 120? If he's like 150. <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening too. Yeah, so he needs 150 yards. So uh, I'm going to go with Mike Evans here just to win this game outright. That's a good, that's, that's a good pick. Uh, Greg? I rode with uh, you and Carolina last week, Sterling. Can't do it again? Um, I'm with you, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I, I think it's... Uh, it's the stupidest thing that I could do. And, you know, when it comes to betting, sometimes you just got to be dumb. Just be dumber than the next guy. And Don't sometimes you win money. That with the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ain't going to do that. What the hell is that about? Uh, yeah, I can't get on board with that. that well, I can get I can get on board with making a couple bets with Atlanta tied in, but I don't know what you're doing with the, like, 15, 20, like, slash entire life savings on Atlanta. <laughs> Like that's just a bit much for me, but here I, I love Rise Carolina. Up, I, baby. Rise up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe we've seen this, this before where they fire a coach and uh, all of a sudden they win a game. I think we've seen that with teams that actually have uh, a modicum of talent on their roster. I don't know that Carolina has a modicum of talent there. Um, but yeah, I'll Adam take Thielen Carolina. Scorps? Yeah, Adam Thielen and the memory of, of what he used to be. But uh, I don't know. I think five and a half is actually a little bit, it's a little bit too rich. So um, Carolina's going to lose this game, but maybe by less than five and a half. So that that's what I'm thinking. Hey, can't hate on it. Okay. Game of the week. We have four left. This is probably the last good one to talk about, really. But it's 49ers at Eagles. The 49ers are going into Lincoln Financial Field. They're favored by two and a half points. I do not think this has ever happened where a 10 and one team at home without any major injuries are underdogs to someone else. Maybe, maybe it happened with the Patriots Colts in the mid 2000s. I just don't, I don't know if teams had these types of records where, yeah, this is, this is an odd line to me. That being said, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a take that might surprise you all, with my hatred for Bar- with my accused hatred of Brock Purdy. It's not. It's not actual hatred. Accused hatred, and how I said last year, I will not forget this take where I said, "I promise everybody that'll listen, the 49ers are gonna get killed by the Eagles." Brock Purdy has not played a real defense. That game was over before he got hurt. Obviously, we didn't get a chance to see the rest of the game. They were not coming back in that game. But whatever. I'm switching a tune. I think the 49ers are going to blow out the Eagles on the road this weekend. I'm going to tell you why. The Eagles should have lost their last three games. They should have. They should not have beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys were first and 10 from the six-yard line with like 45 seconds to go. They were down four. They should have won that game. Whatever. They should not have beat the Chiefs. I bet on the Eagles. I picked the Eagles to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs lost that game because of a terrible drop that – is kind of inexcusable for a receiver to drop that. They should not have beat the Bills. Went to overtime. They won. I can't trust Josh Allen. In over- they changed the overtime rules for Josh Allen. He still has not won an overtime game, so I can't really trust him. But they yeah, change him again. Yeah, they have to change him again for him. They should have lost their last three games. Getting by by the hair of their teeth is not something that a 10-1 team can keep doing forever. 
I think the 49ers will make them re- will actually make them pay for the mistakes they make. This Eagles team gets out to very slow starts in the first quarter lately, first half. Um, they need to establish the run quicker if they want to win. I don't think they're going to be able to. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the 49ers here. Uh, everybody's healthy, and I'm going to say this: I don't think this is a preview of the NFC Championship game. There's something about the Eagles that I just think is off. I know they're 10 and one. It's crazy to say that, but I do think that something is off just a little. I think there's a lot something off with most teams in the league, but a lot of people are, are basically throwing the Eagles in the in the Super Bowl already because they've won the last three weeks. Those are three three should have been losses. I know all that matters is the result at the end of the day, but just watch. And by the way, your prediction of Brock Purdy MVP, I think will help both bolster him after this game. I think the MVP. We've talked about this. It should not be a QB. I do not think it's going to be Jalen Hurts. I actually, I actually am feeling it's going to be Dak or Purdy. Best value there. I know you don't like Dak as much, but um, I do think the 49ers go there and win this game pretty handedly. Two and a half is it's wild that they're favored, but they're favored for a reason. And I think I don't think this is gonna. I don't think that hook the two and a half three is gonna really have much impact. I think the 49ers handle business here. Steven. Uh, yeah, I did like I did like your little spiel about Brock Purdy during the podcast, Greg. It was you enlightened me. And Brock Purdy's the best quarterback in the world of all time. So, of all time, honestly. Peyton Manning, who? Yeah, that's how I say. Who the hell's that? Number two. I think you're gonna say. So, yeah, I'm gonna go. It's it's not even like the Eagles' offense. It's 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 been weird to me. It's their defense. It's not been great the last few weeks, and I think this. The 49ers are gonna they're gonna tear them up. They are not gonna know how to match this up. The 49ers have not been giving up a ton of points, but they've been putting up a shit ton amount of points. So I like this matchup. It's gonna be a tough spot battle, uh, but I like where the spread's at. I'm gonna go with the 49ers. Uh, I think they've looked like the best team, them and the Cowboys in the NFC the last uh, you know four weeks. So I'm gonna go with the hot hand and go with Brock Purdy. Yeah, I like it. Eagles defense has problems too. I just want to. I just want to point that out. This is not a defense that's stopping like they did last year. It's not the same defense. No. Um, Greg. Yeah. Well, I uh, I enjoyed your little intro to this game, Sterling. It felt like you were a preacher on the pulpit of Purdy, which I have been for Ooh. I think several weeks. Oh, PPP and a little PTP. Um, you did lose me when you used the uh, the phrase "hair of their teeth." I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I think the it's, it's, proper... it's, it's pronounced foreskin by your teeth. That's the correct pronunciation. <laughs> that is correct, Stephen. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you for correcting our friend and their hairy yeah. teeth. He's um, really bad with uh, what's the word? He, you're really bad with uh, idioms, cliches. You... Yeah, idioms <laughs> and cliches. Yeah, you're really um, bad with those, dude. I am. I'm terrible. You know, but uh, to be fair, Sterling, it's very endearing to me because my parents are also awful with them. Like I. Uh, I, I had to like research those as a kid because I was like, is that actually what it is? Because that, that seems off. And my parents were just off on them all the time. Yeah, I'm terrible. So, I had one today. That's okay. One today where I was like, don't wrestle with a pig and shit because the pig likes it. But it's nothing. <laughs> that's not even, I don't understand what the one is. I, I couldn't uh, even find the saying I was looking for. I think I made it up in my head. Oh, uh, that's great. Whatever. You there know, there is one like that, but it's, it's, it's not even close to that. I know what you're talking about, but I've well, never heard anyone besides in the South use that one. <laughs> well, I used it today and I butchered it. So like a pig. Uh, 
Yeah, fair enough. Um, Billy Ray yeah, Cyrus back... just making up your own stuff. <laughs> but yeah, back to the spread. I think, uh, like you said, Sterling, uh, it seems like Philadelphia keeps getting away with these wins, wins that are super close that they really should be losing. Um, let's not forget San Francisco when they played Dallas absolutely blew the doors off of that team. It wasn't mm-hmm. even close. It was it was boring by halftime. This game that we were so stoked about, like, oh, it's going to be back and forth, like two great defenses. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to watch it. And it was it was a snooze fest. When Philadelphia played Dallas, that went down to the last play. Mm-hmm. And Dallas should have won that game. Dallas had like so many opportunities. They were within the red zone. Couldn't get it done. You know, classic Dak, like just can't be clutch when we need it. We, we need it. Um, so I think that really tells a lot about where Philadelphia is right now. I think Jalen's kind of a little bit injured. I don't know if you've watched him when he's running. He doesn't look quite as mobile. I think there might be an issue with his knee or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that threat of him jolting off and, and running for like 15 yards is kind of diminished right now. And I think, I think the other team is a well aware of what's going on and going up against San Francisco, you got to have everything firing. And that's what San Francisco has in this game right now. All the pieces are back. Debo's back. We've got McCaffrey's healthy. Mm-hmm. Purdy's healthy. The defense is all there. Like they are ready to go and believe it or not, they want this game more than Philadelphia wants it right now. They This is a major revenge spot. And I know it's on the road in Philadelphia. Not an easy place to play. It's not going to matter. These guys are so locked in. This is going to be an easy cover. I honestly don't think that Philadelphia keeps us within 10. Like, I, I they're, yeah, they're I talented. Ball. Yeah, I think it's, it, it's going to be a pretty boring game. And uh, so... We'll see, but yeah, easily taken San Francisco minus two and a half. Yeah, I like it. I this spread's weird. It shouldn't be this. That's what I'm saying. That's why yeah. it's, that's odd. Um, yeah, I've never seen a 10, 10 and one team at home not getting points, not not even being a pick them. They're saying they they think that this is a you know at least a field goal game on the other side. Um, can't wait for this one. This is this is gonna be. I hope. I hope it's a good game. I honestly just am worried it won't be. I think it's going to be disappointing. Um, Browns at Rams. We have three games left. We can zoom through these pretty quickly. Um, this is actually a good time to do Alex's take of the week. It's about Matt Stafford. Are you ready for this? Stafford's yeah, stroke of genius. <laughs> Four TDs. And the Rams hammered the cards. Not her best take. Not her best take. We might, we might get, we might, uh, we might, we might uh, get rid of that segment. She has one chance left. Yeah. Uh, that's playing the. Bad, uh, honestly, I might not just have to cut that out. Whoops. Uh, that was even last week. That's not even this game. We're gonna, <laughs> what the fuck? Maybe she was having a struggle, genius. Uh, <laughs> not, a, not, a, not of the genius variety though. Actually, so I need to make sure she's okay. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> the Rams are three and a half point favorites against the Browns. Rams looked really good last week. Uh, surprisingly. I didn't think they would win that game by that. Uh, I I don't know. The Browns the Browns are a quarterback away from being the best team in football. And it's it's ironic that they decided to trade their their entire future 
Um, basically three, yeah, three first round picks for the one of the worst people in professional sports in terms of like off the field stuff. He should not be in. He should not be allowed to make money in the sport. He should be arrested. He should be in prison. Uh, quite frankly, but um, the fact that they are a quarterback away, they got rid of Dobbs. Dobbs obviously looked terrible on uh, Monday night, but still, you have to think if he's there, they're a bona fide playoff team. Probably not a Super Bowl contender, but still, like you know, now they're on. Now they're on the. Now they're in. Um, now they're in limbo. You know, they they're not bad enough to really get a QB. They don't have their first round pick anyways. And then I don't think they're going to get one. I, I think they have to still roll with Deshaun next year, which is which you don't. You really don't want that to be the problem. Rams three and a half is a bit though, because we're 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 one week removed. This is very reactionary. Well, one week removed of them being one and a half point favorites at Arizona. And Arizona is, by all accounts and purposes, considered one of the worst teams of football, record-wise and gambling-wise. And the Rams were not even two-point favorites there. So give me four. That's a lot. I'm giving a long explanation. I'm going to take the Rams there, though. Rams here, though, because I don't think Miles Garrett is playing. And if he is, he's hindered. And Miles Garrett is... I think Miles Garrett is actually worth at least a point, a point and a half on on lines. Maybe that maybe that's way over overstating it, but he is so good and uh, creates so much havoc that if he's not in or if he's not one hundred percent, I really think the Browns will struggle on defensively. McVay is still McVay. He's still a great offensive mind, and uh, I'm surprised he still has that job. I've been saying that the entire year. I thought he was going to retire. I think he might step away after this year, whatever it may be. I still trust in him as a coach, probably more than anybody else. I'm going to take the Rams here, minus four. Steve, you there? This is your cap. Yeah. Your cap making the pick? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I'm going to go Kita. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams as well. They've been able to shut down the run the last few weeks, uh, like only giving up 70 yards to each team. The Browns like to set up the run. They couldn't do it against the Broncos really well last week, and the Broncos actually give up some of the most rushing yards to any any NFL teams. So that is true. They, they couldn't they couldn't get it set up against the Broncos, and then get the passing game going. I don't think they're going to be able to set it up against the Rams, who have a very very good run defense, and that's what they like to work their game plan through. So I'm going to go with the Rams here, um, and at least for the Rams in LA, it's actually a home game, so that should help them out a little bit. Agreed. Who got Steve? Yeah, I Greg. Sorry, no, it's okay. I respond to Steve as well. Um, I'll change your name. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, I this is uh pretty hard to take Cleveland. Um, you you have kind of the same conundrum as taking the Jets, which I did take the points with. Um, but um. I think the quarterback play. I think the quarterback quarterback play is just bad enough um, with Cleveland. They're actually considering charting out none other than um, the recently deceased Joe Flacco, and yeah, I I mean, how is that guy? Why did why is Joe still hanging around trying to play in the NFL? First of all, like other than just a pure money grab and why does he need the money i don't think he does um this is this is just a reflection of the american sickness of of, of ego and uh unrelenting greed 
And Joseph Flacco, you are the poster child for what this this poor nation is wrong with America. This is what is wrong with America is Joe Flacco. Flacco. Joe Flacco, you are all that is bad and horrible in the United States of America. And you're going to get beat by uh, like several touchdowns, probably by the LA Rams, because I think actually they're probably due for a bit of a breakout. Um, I would like to see them move away from being so reliant on Cooper Cup. I know Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford have a like podcast together and their besties and all that, but like you can throw it to Nakua, you can throw it to Higby more. And I think if they did, it'd be a little bit better for them offensively. But yeah, LA Rams by at least five here. Yeah. We're all on the Rams. I'm surprised actually, but I think that I think that's a good safe bet. Honestly, it's a good thing to pair if you'd like if you like the Rams, it's a good thing to pair with the uh, with the Atlanta Falcons this week. Just saying. Uh two more games, Sunday night football. Chiefs at Packers. Packers, six point underdogs at home. Jordan Love low key has turned around his season and probably his career with how he's played lately. He's been solid. Uh, he's been more than solid, actually. And uh He's been down outright good. He's throwing to he's throwing to receivers that I think total in total the entire receiving core of Green Bay makes eleven million dollars. Uh, that is less than what Alan Lazard signed for for the Jets this offseason per year. Uh, it, they finally got Christian Watson involved. Of course, I had him on my fantasy bench. I have literally trotted him out there in one of my flex spots multiple times this year because I said eventually he's going to get the ball thrown to him right and i did not put him in there this week because or last week because i had so much confidence in the lions and thanksgiving and i was let down on the first drive so uh this game is weird that chiefs team is not good to me i'm just i'm just going to be honest i don't think it's not mahomes he's still fine the receivers suck outside of kelsey the defense is really really good that's really their only chance to really make a run in the playoffs. And of course, that's what they, that's what they're thinking of. Um, I just, I know that they got back right in this, in this last game against the Raiders and they went down 14 zero though. And I'm sure collectively chiefs fans held their breath and said, um, are we in trouble? And I know that they ran, they ran up the score against the Raiders there. I think they scored what they do 31 17 final score. So yeah, they outscored them 31 to three rest of the way. Uh, very chiefsy from, from the past, but the Raiders aren't that good of a team and really Aiden O'Connell's not that good of a QB. So what I see here is I see a close football game where I do think the chiefs win it, but I think it's closer. Than, I think it's closer than six. I think the Packers keep it close, especially since I will not, I will not accept that the Chiefs having that good second half, their first first good second half in over a month, uh, will reflect coming into this game. So I'm going to need the Packers to cover. I'm not surprised if any team beats the Chiefs nowadays. I know they only have three losses, but they are not they are not the team that we've watched the last four or five years with Mahomes, where you're scared that or where you're thinking, I need to score 30 points plus to have any chance to win this game. You can win these games low scoring and the chiefs have a good defense. So I don't think teams are going to be able to run up the score on the chiefs, but that being said, vice versa, the chiefs offense is pretty much uh cheeks, Mahakna Gandhi. So I'm going to go with the Packers plus six. Steve. 
That's an old Call of Duty game, by the way. I can't believe I just pulled that out. I haven't used that since like Modern Warfare Two. Cheeks and gun, dude. Do we say that all the time? I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Chiefs. Uh, it looks like it might snow on Sunday, and I'm getting oh really? Being, I'm getting being on flashbacks to Patrick Mahomes against the Broncos in the snow. Just psh, psh, done score after score, touchdown, touchdown. So uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes based off uh, my insider scoop that's gonna snow on Sunday. You see, you see the weather report, Green Bay. I don't know. I just looked it up. It's cold enough to snow <laughs> there. Is that is that really the only? Oh, I guess I had on Sunday. It says it might snow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I'm basing it off. Patrick Mahomes. Do we trust weathermen? I feel like that's a that's a that's a profession I don't trust. Uh, I trust my feeling in the universe. It's gonna snow on Sunday. Don't worry. Okay, I trust your feeling. Consulted the crystals. <laughs> the Rogers crystals. By the way, get yeah. over yourself, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry, I'm just sick of them. <laughs> I hate that You're I like to hear from him. Why, please, why would he even? What's he doing? Just he didn't tear his Achilles. That's what I'm saying. He didn't tear his Achilles. I'm gonna I'm gonna announce that right now. Yeah, he tore his Achilles. He's he, not do. He's not coming back. He bruised his Achilles. Yeah, he probably didn't even have surgery. Uh, doctor. I want to see the receipts. I do too. Um, Greg, what do you have here? Yeah, I'm joining you, uh, Stephen. Sorry. Um, I I don't see why. Green Bay's getting so much respect here. I think they had kind of a I don't know. I don't want to say that it's a fake game against Detroit, but I think Detroit really like just dropped such a dud there on Thanksgiving. I think that maybe it was too much pressure for them having that, you know, opening opening game on a day where everybody's expecting them to win. They're huge favorites. Sterling and I have put way too much money on them in all kinds of different ways. And uh, they just couldn't handle the pressure. They saw those bets coming in from Spokane, Washington. And they said, you know what? It's too much. You know, we can't, we can't win this game. Like Jordan Love is, is a great quarterback. He's going to, he's going to really outduel us here. And uh, sure enough, Jared Goff went out there and was goffle and just what a, what a fun game. What a great way to start Thanksgiving. Like, thank you, Jared. I, I believe in you so much, but yeah, this is going to be, I think, a bit of a slaughter. I think Kansas City has a tendency to play man D um, almost exclusively, and uh, you didn't see Detroit doing that at all against uh, Green Bay in that Thanksgiving game, and Jordan Love loved it. He just went out there and carved him up, had no problem. You're cliches now? I am. Well, Awful, Jordan Love loved it. What is happening? No, you know what? Whatever, man. Um, they're not cliches. They're just bad little puns, I guess. I don't even know what to call them. Very really punny, no... Greg. Very punny. <laughs> Anyways, I I think Kansas City is due for a bit of a a breakout game. I mean, they covered against Oakland, which is not a big deal, but they did it down two touchdowns. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is never out of a game, and to his credit, he has no wide receivers. He has really no legit running backs. I mean, they are getting by um, uh, by the hair of their teeth, really. And uh, you know, shout out to shout out to misused terms, but um, anyways, yeah, it's Kansas City minus six. Okay, we have one more game. Uh, that was a good good explanation there. 
one more game. And then we have to pick our survivor. Uh, I just want to ask you a question, Greg. Who cooked mostly for your Thanksgiving? Um, it was actually my brother-in-law. Yeah, shout out to uh, Christian Challey. I went over to his house. Uh, he cooked fabulous meal. I what time did you get little... there? Did you get there? Did you get there at like nine thirty? Did you watch the game there? No, we didn't. Uh, we didn't get over there till about four thirty, I think, oh, or okay. maybe. Yeah. Well, I was. Uh... And also, no, no, no. Further shout out to, to Christian. Okay. He even Listen. hit. He even hit me up a couple days before, because as I I stated in the previous podcast, I'm a proud pescatarian. I'm a proud American, and as a as an American celebrating Thanksgiving as a pescatarian, as a proud pescatarian American, Christian hit me up and said, "Hey, you know, just if you if you want to bring a different protein, feel free." And I said, "Yes, sir. I'm going to bring you some sockeye salmon." He cooked it up uh, fabulously. He's actually a, a retired chef, so like, thank you, Christian. Happy to have you in the family, buddy. I'm a newly. Yeah, my uncle used to work at uh, Applebee's as well. What's that? I said my uncle used to work at Applebee's as well. No, this 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 kid. No, no, no. Christian was microwave chicken fingers. <laughs> no, he was high end. He was high end dining. Okay, like high end mm-hmm. stuff. Like oh, my real. uncle was just high. What's that? I said my uncle was just high. He was just high. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but, he worked. Uh, he worked yeah. at a uh, Waffle House in Georgia. That is high. Yeah, you got to be you got to be high to work there, buddy. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Greg. Okay, I was actually asking. I wasn't really asking who cooked for you in that in that situation. I was saying, were you there to watch the Lions lose? And if so, did you spit on the floor of the place oh, where you spread home? No, I, was uh, I was not here when that that game happened. I was sitting there disgruntled, slapping myself silly, punching myself in the leg. I had I had to hold back the profanities. Um, it was a it was a fun time. I mean, it's a fun time sitting there just shaking with rage as uh as you, you lose know it's a funny like a couple C notes. Where were you at? I was I was not in my place. Where were you at? As at my girlfriend's friend's house. Oh, okay. So yeah, when you say when you just say I was not at my place, that's not exactly descriptive of where you actually are. Well, it was that's somewhere I'm not going to talk about. I'm not going to talk my bro- my brother in law that was a high chef making me sockeye salmon. I just wasn't here. Not, okay. not well i mean we're not we're not asking for the the address and the zip code we just want to know where like yeah. i was close to you general. greg i almost i almost thought about swinging by and uh, throwing that pipe bomb through your window huh yeah if you, you were just so vague <laughs> for no reason I'm not yeah, I just don't just, yeah why are you what are you hiding from buddy like i, I don't, just want don't you to get pin, i don't want you to pinpoint coordinate uh air airstrike my uh the place I was at. They're very fine okay, people. Well, very good people. To be fair, to be fair, I've never threatened you with any sort of violence. Uh, unlike you, who who is consistently constantly and, <laughs> constantly threatening to pipe bomb my place, throw a brick through my window. There hasn't um, been one podcast where you hasn't threatened to pipe bomb your house. Yeah, and I don't understand this. Like, I've got nothing but love for Sterling. If and somebody's listening nothing... and they hate you, Greg, they should pipe bomb you because everybody would think it's me. <laughs> They would get away with it. <laughs> they probably would. You can pipe bomb your own house and get the insurance insurance money, oh, and I'll God. go to jail for it. That's true. I would turn just it all the house one time and just type in on like Google. We'll go on his MacBook and type in how to build a pipe bomb, and then and all the evidence is there. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways, yes, as at my girlfriend's friend's house, a fabulous Thanksgiving meal where I was sitting through rage after the Lions lost me. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I don't know why you went over there so early. Like, 
credit to you for being a good boyfriend. She was but helping like, cook. Okay, fair enough. And plus, enough. My, my rule, my they need rule. someone to burn pizza. <laughs> <laughs> my rule. Well, I wasn't helping them cook. I would have fucking ruined everything. Uh, my rule is, once football starts on Thanksgiving, I am sit. I'm staying. So if if we went okay. out there by kickoff, I wasn't moving. I, I almost yeah. I almost went to the casino for Thanksgiving. I saw that I saw that tray that they had there. Oof. I don't think they would actually have good food there. They probably did, but I would have lost so much more money. Yeah. I would have live bet call. the Lions out of my shoes. Yeah, triple triple down. Yeah. No, you were texting me live live bets on Lions. It was like like the Lions were down like by 14 or something, Steven. And and Sterling's texting me like Lions are plus eight hundred money line. I'm just like, oh god. Please don't do that. Uh, yeah, that was I awful. I woke up to about 100 texts in the group chat because I think I woke up at like halftime. And I was like, oh, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. Brutal. Um. Okay, last game. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay. Bengals at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's eight and a half point favorites. Jake Browning absolutely stinks. Not much more to say here. Jaguars, eight and a half. You Wong teasing this bad boy? Uh yeah, it's tough to find a partner though. I found one. So just go, just what go you with the got? Chiefs if you love the Chiefs, just take them down. Yeah, that, that's bad. okay. That's yeah, it's not Wong. Um, no, I think Wong. actually, what would be Wong would be New York Jets plus eight and a half, and I'm not doing that. You can I, do that. Don't worry about it. No, I don't want to go. I don't want to do that. Um, uh, you could go Philadelphia plus eight and a half. That's not bad. Go ahead, do it. Uh, but I don't want to touch that. I think San Francisco's, yeah. But yeah, it's hard to find a dance partner for for that line, unfortunately. I'll find you a dance partner, Greg. I'll dance with you. Let's go. Let's I go. I want to dance with somebody. Uh okay. So I'm I'm just gonna I'm I'm taking the Jaguars. I I basically don't have any other explanation. I think they're they're low key. I'm not gonna announce it. I want to I want to say I'm gonna pick them to make it to the Super Bowl. Wow. Something about them. Think they can drive on anybody. We'll see. Uh, Jacksonville won this game, I think, handedly. Who do you got, Steve? Yeah, I'm going to take the Jags. And uh, I think the Joe Burrow injury proves that the MVP uh, needs to go to a quarterback because look how bad this team is now without Joe Burrow. So MVP stays a quarterback award, and the Jags are going to win. Okay, Greg. By 10. Um, yeah, I agree with both of you. I think Cincinnati's kind of a team without a cause right now. Um, it's really, it's really a testament to Joe Burrow. Like, I would love to see him finish a season healthy and uh, get an opportunity to to show us down the stretch because he seems to be one of those guys that kind of gains steam as he goes throughout the season. Especially that team too; they just kind of coalesce together and get better. Seems uh, down the home stretch. But uh, yeah, there's no way Jacksonville loses this game by more than ten. Or, sorry, there's no way Jacksonville wins this game by less than ten. And uh, yeah, I think uh, it's it's quite a mismatch. Actually, Cincinnati's D's not been that good, um, and they're already looking at next year. It's over for them. They know it. Jake Browning's a joke. Um, he's kind of out there just filling the spot. So easily, I take I take Jacksonville minus uh, ten. I think ten is actually the line, 
So you got to take him here minus eight and a half. Boom. Okay, Survivor. We're going to finish this up quickly. Survivor. Let's go. We're all still alive. Steve, the Titans last week were a little bit of a scary pick. I want to take the <laughs> I told you I was going to pick, because I accidentally picked two, uh, I thought, for sure, in a row. So I had to go. I, I said on the last spot I was on, I was gonna, I'll go risky next week, and I did. Hey, it worked. Good on you, man. So you're taking Atlanta? Me? I'm not. No, Sterling, you took Atlanta. No, I want to take Atlanta, but I'm I'm gonna take, take two. I'm actually gonna take two just for fun. No, what do you mean take two? I wanna have two. You're games. doubling down? Yeah, I think it's time to double down. We're in we're in a week where it's time don't, to go. I think we should also take two. Then you have to get both of them right then? Yeah. Okay. Oh my okay. I'm, I'm you would actually be tripling. You would you'd be tripling down, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, I'm I'm gonna make this easy. I'm taking Jacksonville. Clean. And Atlanta. Wait, <laughs> Ooh, I like it. Are okay, you, are you Jacksonville. Done? Atlanta. It's locked so in. So parlay, parlay survivor. Yep, doing something Great. new. Keep you. Do you have who I picked? Uh, yeah. So last. Okay. Do you want the whole rundown or just last week? Just who I picked. And, uh, okay. So you have picked Philadelphia, New Orleans, yes. Dallas, uh-huh. Miami, Tennessee. Okay. Got it. Um, I'm going to go with the Rams. Oh, good for you. I like that. I'm going with the Rams. I'm going not. I, was, I almost took the Chargers, but I said no. We're going with the Rams. I should have taken the Chargers. I got to I gotta save it. some of my picks. I got to save some of my picks. You're going to use the Chargers a different week? Okay. Uh, well, I'm not going to use the Rams. I'm probably in a movie. That's true. Um. Okay. And then Greg? Uh, I'm not going to do a parlay with my survivor. Um, Just a singular pick. Okay. I like I like that you're bold enough to pick Jacksonville paired with Atlanta for no real gain other than getting rid of two teams on the same week and also doubling your risk. I really respect that. You're a real gambler. You are a real gambler. God bless. Gambling for no reason. Not like Greg who picks safe picks every week. Yeah, let's hear it, Greg. <laughs> Let me guess. I'm just going to go here. Greg's going to run out of good teams in two weeks. <laughs> You have? Do you have Miami still, Greg? Is that no? You're out of my. You don't have Miami. No, he doesn't no. have Miami. So I'll give you. You don't the have Dallas either. I, oh my God! What are you gonna do? You're gonna have to pick a non-almost ten point spread here. Yeah, I've gone very chalky. Yeah, um, what are you gonna take? And here? I, <laughs> I, I picked the Saints and the Titans. <laughs> no, I respect that. Like Saints and Tennessee are are very bold. Um, so so far, just rundown for you guys and the listeners. I've picked Detroit, Cleveland, Seattle, Dallas, San Francisco. So I have burned through some quality teams. I'm glad I've gotten rid of Seattle. I'm glad I've, glad I've gotten rid of Cleveland. Detroit, kind of one of those uh, bubble teams. Podcast. Whoa. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll wrap it up real quick. I'm I'm picking LA Chargers. Um, I think it's kind of the last week that they make sense to to roll out there. I hate LA so much, but they they gotta win this game. That's Even what I was thinking just... in my head, but I was like. Something in the back of my head said they lose this game somehow. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Like, That's why I said I'm, I'm not doing that. No, you're you're smarter than I am. And, uh, you know, I, almost I, think, the Bucks. I think between... <laughs> Fair. I, I actually like the Bucks. 
Um, but yeah, I think between my pick of the LA Chargers and Sterling's survivor parlay of Jacksonville, Atlanta, <laughs> you'll, you'll be getting double the money here soon, uh, Steven. So, <laughs> well, that is Sterling. another episode of Backseat Quarterbacks. Also, I just want to point this out. When we first started this, like I said, we really talked about Tim Boyle a lot. And this was before I knew you, Greg. And we were really actually going to try to get him as a get- our first guest. But the thing is, we dispar- disparaged him so much and probably committed libel. And uh, <laughs> you can probably sue us for the things we said about him. Um, but we didn't get him as a guest. And now he's starting in New York City for the biggest market in the country and uh, losing games. And honestly, I can't believe it came to fruition. So happy that it has need him to lose this week. I'm actually going back out there tomorrow to bet a little more on the Falcons. Just a little more sprinkle a little more. I like what I'm seeing. You're right. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're seeing, but let me know if you ever, if you ever get a picture of that. Cause I want to see what you're seeing. I'll show you what I'm seeing. It's Tim Boyle I'll root for you, man. I'm going to, I'm going to go on YouTube right now and look up Tim Boyle highlights. I'm, I'm going to go show- sprinkle some, uh, I'm going to go tomorrow. I haven't been since week two. Cause I was, I won so much. I was like, I, I, I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta take some time off. Cause I won too much. Good for you. My, Good for you. Sterling, like, I will keep my house straight and I will go sprinkle something on the Falcons for you. I just think if you look at, t- yeah, I mean, I just can't say it enough. This guy, you get, there's free money. You're getting, you're getting a free chance to make money. It's as far as I can, which means I'm going to lose. But I looked at last week. I'm not kidding you. I looked at last week. After Thanksgiving, after that beatdown that that uh that the Lions provided me and uh making my life a living hell for about six hours there, I went there in the morning on Friday morning. And I said I need to get back on this horse, and I slammed the Dolphins. And guess what? I don't even need to watch that game to have utmost confidence. I put the Dolphins in some of those problems. I just you got, I just can't believe it. But yeah, watch just watch what Ritter does. That's what I'm gonna say. Just watch what he does to us. It's gonna just make me so watching watching Arthur Smith take out uh B. John Robinson on the three yard line and st- getting stopped on fourth and goal. If Arthur Smith goes for it on one fourth down in this game, I may have to go to Atlanta and I might have to confront the man. I'm just saying. Because what you need to do, Arthur, I'm I'm gonna tell you how to win that. This is my last point, and then we're gonna end the podcast. Arthur Smith, if you have a fourth down in inches from the 45 yard line, you punt that ball. You punt that ball. You pin them deep, you get a safety or maybe a pick. If you're fourth and two from the 13-yard line, you kick that field goal. Young Way Koo, the, mo- the best kicker in football, actually. Most accurate kicker in football. Of all time. Better than Justin better than Justin Tucker because Tucker missed. Um, <laughs> you don't need to go for it. You don't need seven. You need threes and you need punts. We win this game like the Iowa Hawkeyes do. 13-10, baby. That's all it takes. You know you ain't going to score. This over-under should be 26. And that will conclude the NFL portion. I want to just say one thing real quick. The over-under in Iowa-Michigan is 35.5. Michigan is 23.5-point favorites. I would have thought it would be hilarious. And it isn't this. I wish it was. If Michigan was 23.5-point favorites and the over-under was 23.5 in that game. Because <laughs> I don't think Iowa... You know what's funny, though? I... I think you slam that over because Iowa, I bet the over. They they always score a ton of points in the Big Ten championships for some reason, dude. Well, this is Michigan. a new year. I think they're going to score ten points. And I think Michigan scores like twenty eight. So that's that's kind of my Michigan. Thought. No, it's twenty three and a half. Take Michigan. I'm yeah. telling you, that's such a lock. 
You should tie that in with Atlanta. Like no, I'm taking the over. Ways. I might do that's a over too. Over I bet both. I bet both for the whole weekend. College football championship games. I have Texas. I have Oregon. I have Bama plus six. I have Michigan, and then I have Louisville plus two and a half. That's the one I really like because FSU's on their third quarterback. Oregon, I think, kills UW too. By the way, they're nine and a half point favorites, which is a little wild, but I think they kill them. So we'll see. But hey, do you have any, do do you guys have any takes on the college football? I know you don't watch much, Greg, but no, I like Oregon too. I think that uh, it's going to be a pretty uphill battle for Washington to try to stay in that game. But I don't know about the spread. Nine like, and a half. I, I just just yeah, nine and a half is a little high. Um, I, I do like it straight up though for Oregon. Texas is in eight and a half, I think, and they're pl- they need to blow them out if they want any chance to make the playoffs. Oklahoma State again. I don't know. Well, by the way, I'm going to add college college uh, championship predictions as well in the in the podcast title. So I have to throw awesome. that in for that for the boosted engagement. Maybe some mock draft talk. Caleb Williams, so number one. <laughs> That's how we talk. We still have Caleb Williams. You should, put, you should put Caleb Williams drops out of the first round? Question mark. <laughs> I have a new plan. If if the Patriots don't get Caleb Williams, I kind of want them to do Marvin Harrison Jr. and then Jaden Daniels. If they could, they'd have to trade back into the first, I think, because that guy is fucking phenomenal. But I don't know. Please just get Caleb. That's all I want. But okay. Um, enough of this. We've been rambling now. So love you, boys. Uh, love great- you. What is there, Greg? Peas in hyphen his butt, his... and then uh, Steve... it's, like a it's his butt. Yeah, his butt, and then Steve Steve more butts. Is that a play on Seymour butts? I like it. I don't know. I didn't actually make it. Somebody put it in there for me. My my name started as Greg G R E G. You go G-R-E-G, to right? <laughs> Steve more butts. Yeah, you're you're forever known as Steve more butts. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, fellas, love you both. Have a good night. We'll be back next week. And uh, rise up, baby!